Are we ready? So God made a farmer. <laughs> Here we go. The Bob and Zip Show. What kind of weapon do you want? A truck bomb? Anthrax? Box cutter? Anything you want, we'll get you right to our because we're the Taliban! Who can take a Muslim? Fill his brain with poo! Charlie Melling Anthrax is a groovy thing to do! The Taliban! Oh, the Taliban can! The Taliban can, cause they mix the people up and make the world look bad. The Taliban take kids as young as eight. Tell them Uncle Sam is Satan. Turn them into thugs in waiting. Don't allow no masturbating. They're not hip or cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who can take a dim wig? Teach him how to fly. Promise him some virgins will be waiting when he dies. The Taliban. Oh, the Taliban can. The Taliban can, cause he thinks he's very special and he's better than you. The Taliban can, cause they keep their women down and make the men go bad. Oh man, All right. be Taliban, I tell you. Maybe they just educated the women and took the veils off. They wouldn't have so much time to fight, you know? All right. Although, you know, <laughs> Sorry, but I had to start with that. Oh, oh. so PC. We're back. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> what was your reaction? Uh, zip. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> and I know it's an old bit, but it's too soon in the current status, I would say. Okay. Uh, you may be right. From and, a sensi- sensitivity standpoint. Yeah. Uh, so we should be uh, nicer to the Taliban? No, just, uh, you know, uh, let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. We make fun of it. Zip's the right. nicest guy <laughs> in well, the world. All right. Ed, what's now, your when reaction? Did, well, first of all, hold it. When did you create that? When did when uh, this was the original morning, air date. This morning, I uh, yeah, thought. Right. I just uh, got woke right. up this morning, put it yeah. together. Right sure. after I dated my girlfriend. What was her name again? <laughs> Morgan Fairchild. Morgan Fairchild. That was it. <laughs> That's such an old Saturday Night Live reference. Yeah. Uh, that was way back. Uh, ta- gosh, when was that? Well, they must have been on the run, correct? Yeah, yeah. The Taliban on the run uh, was another song, and it was in the whenever it is that we invaded Afghanistan. It was George mm-hmm. W. Bush was president, and uh, he was going to uh, liberate the people uh, and create a democracy. And, uh, you know, and then we were going to turn them over to their own rule. Victory accomplished. <laughs> Victory accomplished, right, uh, yeah. W? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we've done a damn good job. <laughs> so, um, and by the way, uh, well, I didn't mission, get, uh, mission accomplished. Sorry, I got it wrong. Yeah, again. that's right. <laughs> uh, uh, w, could you put Ed back on the microphone? Uh, that dummy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you're the dummy. He's the hand with the bent. Oh, sorry. sorry. I forgot whose yeah. hand it was. Okay. was up so, whose Ed, what's your reaction to that song? Well, I, I thought it was new because I forgot that you had done that. Okay. 
And and by the way, I was going to play a different one, which is really dated. And Andrew, my son, found that on the internet. <laughs> and I Don't. was like, really? Did we do that? <laughs> I mean, it's very clever. It's Yeah, on the clever scale, yeah. it's way up there. But it's here's the thing. Funny. While I was listening to it, I actually, if it's like, who can take a dimwit and make them believe any bullshit? I was thinking we could do one for the Democrats can, and we could do one for the Republicans can. Uh Because we now live, it seems to me, in an era where fake propaganda is a huge part of our own country. Hey, Red, that's correct. Yeah. So, anyway, the point... I don't think that there was one offensive line in that song, and I actually faded it out before. Because it's, to this day, sometimes I'll hear a twisted tune and I'll go, did I really write that lyric? That wince-worthy song? Yeah. Um, it, was a, it, was a, it was a bad joke. You could listen to it online if you want to hear the bad joke. But It was a different time, Bob. Well, it was. Um, so, uh, all right, back to Afghanistan. Please, no. Are we? No, please not. <laughs> uh, whose narrative are we buying? Um, I'll start with Zip again because he's the friendliest guy in the room. Regardless of the narrative that you listen to, for me, it's painful on every front. On every level. All right. There is no glass half full in that. So equation. you're not buying any narrative at all is what I, you're saying. I just, it's an awful situation, and that's it. That's and it. where it currently okay. stands. Yeah. Don't you agree? I kind of do, which is boring. I wish I could argue with <laughs> well, it somehow. <laughs> um, so here's, here's how I'll frame it. It's, um, I guess Biden or someone around him referred to it as ripping off the Band-Aid. In other words, it was either just keep staying there or have a very unpleasant withdrawal. And uh, I'm not sure I buy that. Uh, I'm not sure I buy that we shouldn't have stayed there. I mean, when you, like, if you adopt, you know, anything, shouldn't you see it through? It's cheaper to keep her, Bob. Okay, that's a different metaphor. No, but keeping a peacekeeping force there is a pittance compared with some other expenses. I mean, I know it works out to millions a day. Okay. So you're in a narrative that we probably should have stayed. I am in that narrative that we, right. we should have stayed. Or i drawn it down because, I'm sorry, when you hand the rifles back, even to the people you gave them to that said that they were going to defend things when you left... Right. If you feel you're going to be ostracized, tortured, and killed, you're just going to hand the rifles over and lay them down, are you not? Yeah. Is that not human nature? Yeah. Well, this is like the first time the United States has ever gone in to help create peace in a country, and then it did. No, come on. Don't be a smart ass all your <laughs> whole sorry, life. Sorry, I forgot. Do you, do I you have, have heard to be an ass? Yeah, I've heard so many references to just like Saigon, Vietnam, yeah. blah, 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 you know. Well, and, and I, post, I posted this on my social media account. Um, I tend not to agree with what Ed is saying, only because I just feel like I've seen that movie over and over again. And I feel like the conflict of interest, and I always look for conflicts of interest, uh, the conflict of interest for the United States 
is that our military-industrial complex makes money off of war the way the Weather Channel makes bank on a hurricane. And, a, and in other words, once we're in one, there's more incentive to keep the dollars flowing to the military uh, than there is to end it. I mean, I, I, and the other thing is, if there's anything I kind of routinely distrust, it's any press releases about military. I mean, oh, yeah, that, that's lined with bull. You know, it, it's relatively new to us to have a president stand up and say, I could shoot someone and we're going to go to zero cases in just a couple of days. It's relatively new to us to have that blatant kind of lying. <laughs> yeah. We're used to much more subtle lying, by the way. And don't think I'm taking a side because, uh, you know, You're not. read my lips. Bob's the nicest guy. Wishy-washy. <laughs> uh, no, well, I, I'm more like. Playing the devil's advocate. Bob Rivers. So, I guess so what I'm like, yeah. What who I'm, are your jingle singers? Drunk Chenault. What I'm saying is like <laughs> drunk Chenault. Oh, that's a radio. That's a joke, very inside. Radio I'm stuff. sorry, it's way those, inside. Those are Drake Chenault jingle parodies, and that's yeah. where Ed uh, made that. Uh, sorry joke. for the inside baseball. So, uh, I guess what I'm saying is, uh, I I feel always when it comes to war. Uh, like it's better if we don't. I, I I I don't really see how we like. For example, the Vietnam comparison. Yeah. I posted this. I started to say. I'm sort of interested in going on vacation, in Vietnam. There's lovely villas. It's a wonderful vacation destination. Beautiful <sighs> beaches. It turns out Vietnam. You know, I mean, I don't know much about their local politics. But it turns out, without us involved. Things seem to work out. They get on just fine. I, yeah, I mean, that's my narrative. I don't have much to back it up, except there's beautiful <laughs> vacation villas available. Yes. And, and it's a vacation destination. I just recall when I was watching my draft lottery number being pulled. Of course, there was no Airbnb back then, but it was not. <laughs> it was not a place you would say, hey, want to take the family and go to Vietnam. No, there was there was there was no Agent Orange. Yeah. There's orange juleps, and so uh, I believe we were sold a narrative that you know we're the world's policemen and we're going to protect ourselves from the evil guys. And sure, I mean the, the uh, Al Qaeda was there and the training camps were there that uh, led up to nine eleven. Also, feels like we went after Afghanistan because uh, we wanted to distract you from the Iraq War where the weapons of mass destruction didn't exist. And again, I just routinely distrust. I, I, I mean, I, I know we need a strong military, and I do think part of the U.S.'s success is that we have the biggest, baddest tanks. But I don't know. So uh, like Zip, though, I don't have an answer. I just have my sneaky suspicions. <laughs> uh, on the show Born. tonight, uh, let's see, we've got a couple of things. Let me, uh, let me see what I got here. You are not a horse. Uh, does anybody you know what, are not a horse. Does anybody know what that story is about? <laughs> no. Oh, uh, the pills that are supposed to. Yes. Okay. <laughs> cure. Yes. Let's go to that. Um, okay. Can you believe? <laughs> no. <laughs> Who can take a dim wit? <laughs> it still works. Democrats or Republicans can. Yes. 
Um, so ahead of full U.S. authorization of the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine, which thank goodness <laughs> happened this week, yeah. the Federal Food and Drug Administration had a simple message for Americans contemplating using ivermectin. Are you familiar with that, Zip? Uh, I am not. I'll okay. have to quickly bone up. Let me peruse he's, he, that. He's you not are, the equestrian you sort. You are not watching the correct news. You've got to put your Stop not. the Steel channel on, and you'll know all about this. <laughs> That's right. Actually, uh, well, I can, I, you know, just from what you've said, I can probably guess where the story's going. But go ahead. Uh, yes. Ivermectin is a medicine used to deworm livestock. And it was spread on social media and through right-wing media and politicians that ivermectin was a cure for COVID. In fact, <laughs> Brett Weinstein, an evolutionary biologist, was on the Tucker Carlson show <laughs> saying ivermectin is what those of us who have looked at the evidence think it is. The debate about the vaccines would be over by definition if we would just take ivermectin. But the thing about ivermectin... You can only get it from the veterinarian. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> <Like> Special K. <laughs> yes. So the CDC had to literally put out a press release that said, you are not a horse. It doesn't work on you. Oh, well. <sighs> the Surgeon General says, the best protection we have is the vaccine. And we do have treatments that work if you get it, but ivermectin is not one of them. Right. Side effects, skin rash, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, stomach pain, facial, limb swelling, neurological adverse effects, dizziness, seizures, confusion, <laughs> sudden drop in blood pressure, severe And a desire for new shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yeah. <laughs> All Labr right, you're on the board. Where's your ding, Bob? You're on the board for the damn exactly. ding, Bob. <laughs> uh, I don't have the bell. Uh, I, oh. should, I should mention we're, I'm broadcasting from a new place tonight. <laughs> In Springfield, Vermont, there is a nonprofit organization called BRIC, which is the Black River Innovation Campus. And I am helping with a podcast workshop for the Vermont Podcast Academy, teaching people how to podcast. So tonight's broadcast is the first broadcast from the BRIC Studios. Wow. Oh, very nice. Very yeah, I can tell the, the your ambient sound is... Are you in a soundproofed studio? Um, it's very well treated. Yes, that's what I mean. It's a bigger room, but it's so sound deadened. There's going to be a digital performing arts center here with stage, lighting, 4K cameras. Uh, and wow. It's going to be a very cool place. Uh, it's so like Red Rocks in Vermont. Think of it that way. Yeah. So anyway, back to ivermectin. You know, back to diarrhea, stomach pain, and vomiting but enough about the people who have to listen yeah. to this podcast. it'll also decrease your white cell count and screw up your liver okay. the state state health department in mississippi felt they also had to speak up <laughs> now as two alcoholics are you worried about your liver who can take a redneck what we say <laughs> Uh, Dr. Thomas Dobbs, Mississippi State Health Officer, said using the drug as a preventative is really kind of crazy, so please don't do that. And then Lou Dobbs said, go ahead, kids. I'm kidding. Oh, man. 
By the way, ivermectin is approved for use in, in humans for the treatment of some parasitic worms. Hmm. So if I were writing my fake news, it would be like, FDA covers up that it's approved. <laughs> it's so easy That's to write true, fake yeah. news. Ah. So, so easy. And I would cite a real source. I would take the actual FDA approval of it out of mm -hmm. context. It's also, by the way, uh, and maybe Zip, you're familiar with this, uh, used for uh, head lice. <laughs> what? Sorry. Why is he familiar just, with it? You know, you know who's oh, easiest man. to pick on is the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> Zip's the nicest guy. Okay. <laughs> and a head lice survivor. Yeah, yeah, are yeah. you? Are you? Oh, no. I, Jesus. Take the pill. Take the pill. <laughs> Ivermectin, uh, maybe. Pill now, for a horse will make you worse than <laughs> horse pill, not a COVID, of course. You do, Mr. Ed? Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. Wow. Mm. You know who Mr. Ed is? Me. He, he's the what's for beef guy with a little bit of vibrato. Um, let me see. We, Arby's, we have the meats. Something so like he's that. Ving Rhames with, with, with a, no, who's the, a bit the, to chomp the, on? The, where's the beef guy, the Marlboro? Uh, oh, you mean uh, yes. Sam Elliott? Sam Elliott, thank you. Yeah, now, Sam do, Elliott. Now morph Sam Elliott into Mr. Ed. I am Sam Elliott. Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. <laughs> it's not that close, but it's <laughs> reminiscent. For entertainment purposes yeah. of yes, the fly. Anyway, in July, <laughs> Tucker Carlson was broadcasting that Ivermectin is what those of us who've looked at the evidence think it is. The debate about vaccines should be over. We should all take ivermectin, which joins hydroxychloroquine. I call it queen. Yes. A pill for a horse will make you a corpse, believing yeah. in fake information source. Anyway, that's the latest. Now, there is something, uh, a new narrative, that might actually turn out to be true, which I, I do think... Um, Makes me nervous, but uh, I think it's possible. And uh, John uh, Campbell, Dr. John Campbell, was talking about this the other In day. England? Yes, uh, the uh, British scientist who does a podcast with over a million subscribers on YouTube. I've plugged him before. And all the uh, people who are opposed to elitism uh, shouted me down. Mm -hmm. But uh, he said something you guys would like. Um, he said that there is new, and he said this is too soon, this is not known for sure, but there is new evidence leaning in the direction that COVID may end up like the chicken pox. Right. And that after you've had a few vaccines, apparently the vaccine uh, treats one of the proteins that's involved in the virus that helps it spread. Mm-hmm. But COVID-19 has 28 proteins. And so they have been doing some studies on people who were double vaxxed and actually had it, whether it was a breakthrough case or previous case. And it's looking as if they have the strongest immunity and possibly to any variant because they have all 28 proteins. So what he was saying, and don't do this yet, unless Tucker Carson tells you to. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. I don't call him Tucker Carlson, but it, it rhymes with that. Yeah. Mother Tucker Sorry. Carlson. <laughs> yes, uh, anyway, don't do it. Uh, but what he's saying is science may get to a point. And here's the thing about science. Science always evolves. We do the best thinking we have at the time. And as 
data comes in, we evolve that thinking. And people who poke fun at science always go, but you said that three months ago, right? Mm. Well, three months ago, we didn't have the data. Anyway, what he said is we may end up telling people you've had enough boosters. Now go out and have a COVID party hmm. to get really protected. Unless herd immunity is what you're saying. That kind of herd immunity. Yeah. He said they're actually, I mean, it's one of the things. Everything should be on the table for science. No, yeah, unless you politicize it the way that the uh, CDC and, does and the yeah, World Health Organization does. Yes. And it's going to be politicized. Just remember this. I, I think I could say this without fear of not being bipartisan. <laughs> okay. You are not a horse. Hello, I'm Mr. Ed with an important public service announcement. A pill for a horse will make you worse, and horse pills are not a COVID cure. Ask any doctor or a nurse, don't take pills from Mr. Ed. Idiotic jerks think that they work for treating corona, but they're for worms. These morons are as dumb as dirt pills from Mr. Ed. People will believe anything in their gullible brains. The horse pills are for deworming, not for keeping COVID away. A pill for a horse makes you a corpse. Believing a fake information source, you'll be filled with regret and remorse. Never take a pill. Meant for Mr. Ed. Last thing about COVID, and I won't spend much time on this. It was kind of sad. A conservative radio host who had railed against the vaccines has passed away. You, you know this guy, right? Oh, the guy in Nashville. Yeah, Phil Valentine. Yeah. yeah. Who at the peak of his uh, career, which I think had passed, he had a hundred affiliates. So people listened to him, and um, he did this song. Ready? One, two, three, four. <laughs> One, two. Let me tell you how it will be. And I don't care if you agree. Cause I'm a vax man. Yeah, I'm the vax man. You don't let me coming round You thankful I don't hold you down Cause I'm a vax man Anyway, he died. Hmm. And I felt bad because um, I felt good. And it will change nobody's mind. Uh, his sister was, and his brother uh, spoke up. He had so severely mocked the vaccine. In fact, when he got COVID, three days later, he was feeling better. And he said, sorry to disappoint you haters out there, but I'm going to be back on the air soon. And then he died. He, he wasn't. Yeah. And I don't gloat. I don't feel good about it. But I felt good that some people might get vaccinated because of it what was the official uh what uh chain was that yeah uh no no what was the uh what broadcast group was he on 
Oh, uh, nationally syndicated. For months, shared posts on social media telling his fans that if they weren't at particular risk, they shouldn't get the vaccine. Uh, it doesn't say if, if he was with a big broadcast group. I don't know. But this this is a, not a new story, though. There have been preachers that were saying, you know, oh, yeah. God will cure you. We'll they depend do. on Jesus and you will be fine. And uh, they, of course, died and left their flock with a new pastor and or yeah. priest or preacher, whatever. So anyway, I felt bad. I, uh, you know, I don't wish it on anybody. I mean, Mm-mm. it did make me think of something, though. If Trump had died, would history be dramatically different? I believe yes. I don't know. It's an interesting thought, my friend. You know how there's that uh, that show on, I think it's Netflix, where the Russians beat us to the moon and uh, and the space race continues instead of us giving up? You ever hear that show? It's on Netflix. It's uh, One Step for Man, it's called, or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's a weird show because it starts with the Russians beating us to the moon, and then it shows what happens after that. Saw the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. And they did beat us to the moon as far as the early uh, moonshot, not man on the moon. Yes. Yeah. But then imagine, like, I was, I think of weird things. Like <laughs> I know this much about yeah. you, Bob. Well, <laughs> All you got to do is take one look in your eyes when like, you're sitting at home in your chair. <laughs> but I, I, and I think about this, and I don't mean anything by it. But yes. for example, if Clinton didn't get the blowjob, <laughs> Al yes. Gore would be president. If Clinton had just said, you know, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> That's all I would have taken. You know, it's only a little bit of oral. Maybe I'll just pass this on. Why don't you, why don't you go home, honey? <laughs> yes. You know, I'm your superior, and I do outrank you by like a no, I know I'm a womanizer, but I'm I'm a mature man now, and yeah. I've, I've changed my ways. And yeah. Monica, you should just go home, darling. Or devil even, with the blue dress, blue dress, blue dress, <laughs> devil with the blue dress on. Or even if he said, "I can't let you out of here with that dress," <laughs> like yes. if he had noticed, right? <laughs> or had Linda assassinated. Right. So, yes. if, and this is a weird thing about history. And, if, and by the way, I don't know if you apply this to your lives, I mean, all the little twists and turns in your life. But if that one mm-hmm. thing had changed, yeah, everything would have changed. You know, the one thing I have learned in this, whenever I have those thoughts, I say, "Well, you can't change the past," right? You can't change the future, actually. Only yes, you thing, can. No. <laughs> yes, only you thing can. you can change is right now. There is no such thing as the future. Okay. Wherever you are, it's now. Drizzle, 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 drone. Sarah. <laughs> 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 this okay. one to go home. Uh, let's see. Uh, I got a couple other things. Uh, let see if I can bring them up here. Uh, I'll tell you, crazy week. <laughs> Sounds like you've been hiking. I have. Uh, my son Andrew is here, and we're ah. gonna, he's going to actually, for the first time ever, he's going to do the podcast live in the same room as me. Very cool. We're going to do uh, a video. I'd like to overdub the music. Uh, what's that? Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun uh, when they're running in slow motion. Uh, it's called Chariots of Fire. Chariots of Fire. Yes, we said mm-hmm. Chariots of Fire. We should hug. <laughs> Our first <laughs> post-COVID visit. 
Okay. All right, so we got You're Not a Horse. We got uh, condolences to the family of Valentine, who, by the way, said they wish that he had been uh, pro-vaccine. They said everything you would expect them to say. Uh, and then we have a letter from uh, Brian. I don't know if he has a last name on this letter. He's one of our Patreons. He was listening last week, and he heard me talking about taxes and i mentioned something about uh california oh i read that yeah when we are um you know approaching men of a certain age uh men with certain teeth (laughs) the men of avidart we should get like an avidart superhero (laughs) costume with a cape um could be another franchise i mean spider-man could do 10 of them sure you think about, uh, you know, you think about taxes and um, a lot of people move. Some people become expats yeah. and move to Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Uh, we decided to instead move to the People's Republic of Vermont. <laughs> but uh, Vermont is not a great tax state. It's pretty good, but it's good for different reasons than the tax rate. Did you know that the People's Republic of Vermont was actually the 14th state. I did not know that, Bob. <laughs> it was not one of the original 13 colonies. Mm, that's that's wild. It was, it's, I love Johnny Carson on the show. Can you stay? <laughs> uh, I can stick around, can you? Yes. <laughs> um, it turns out, and I just read this last week at, at a museum here, that uh, Vermont was its own original country for a while. And I think we, uh, I don't want to mess up the exact date. It might have been a year later or several months later. But at first we set ourselves up. And that's why some people still call it the People's Republic of Vermont. Wow. Can you imagine if we were like this tiny country surrounded by the United States? (laughs) If only that Vermont (laughs) senator hadn't gotten that blowjob. I don't know what happened. (laughs) That's not what happened, That's not it, yeah. Alternate history. So anyway, this is like drunk history yeah. for you. Brian yeah. Brian wrote in and he said, uh, and you can write us, by the way, show at bobandzip.com anytime. We'd love to hear from you. He said, hey, Bob, you made an offhand comment that was wrong on your August 12th show. If you look at the overall tax burden, California is not high tax. It's actually 10th. Uh, and 20% of the states have a higher tax burden, including number three, Vermont. So he took a stab, a shot at Vermont. He took it, yeah, fired one over yeah. the bow. <laughs> or over the, way, the bob, as the case may be. In Vermont, everybody has a gun. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> Even Bernie Sanders is packing heat. Um, so what he did is he forwarded uh, a Wallet Hub article. And said, you just fell for dishonest right-wing propaganda that want to attack California because they don't want people talking about how California is the richest state in the nation and run by Democrats since the 90s. Whoa, big fella. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's who can take a Democrat. Anyway, but, but I'm curious. I mean, he took the time to write the letter, and I went to that Wallet Hub article, and I had already read it. Yeah. In fact, the day I read it, 
I was like, wow, California, maybe we will move to the sunshine. Wow. <laughs> and then I started researching the article. Uh-huh. And um, I even called my broker. This is before Brian even even. <laughs> and I said, you know, there's this thing that says California is a great tax state. And he was like, no yeah. one I know wants to live there. And it turns out that, and this is the thing about statistics, this thing about fake news, this thing about anything. Uh-huh. If you take certain facts, mm-hmm. and of course with fake news, sometimes you just make up your facts alternatively. But even if you take real <laughs> facts out of context, you can create a scenario that is not on its, you know, upon in perspective true. Anyway, so what it is is that California and this particular article, they took the. I'm not sure if they took average income or medium income because they didn't say. Uh, they took a whole bunch of um, stats, and instead of giving you the range yeah. of possibilities, they just said, no, 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 we worked it out for the averages. So the average person with the average income, paying the average tax, living in the average place, and, you know, all of that presupposes that... Um, We're stupid. No. Well... It presupposes that we just want someone to tell us what to think. And uh, and I'm not going to get too deep into the weeds with it, mm-hmm. but New York is the overall highest rank of tax. Hawaii no is number surprise. two. Mm-hmm. Vermont's number three. Wow. Yep. Maine's number four. Connecticut's number five. Minnesota six. New Jersey, Rhode Island, Illinois, and California was number 10, which out of 50 states, by the way, mm-hmm. even with spin, is pretty high. But the way they looked at it, the total tax burden, which is in it adding property tax, individual income tax, and sales tax, and excise taxes. Do you know what those are? Excise taxes? Yeah. Do you know what they are? Uh, import, uh, export? No. I had to what? look it up, by the way, so I'm not... But excise tax? Yeah. What it was an excise on tax? Your, well, it depends on your vehicles in many towns, right? That's what, that is one example of an excise tax. Yes. Do you know what the biggest one is? Uh, luxury... Items? No. Gasoline, which is not a luxury oh. item. No. And um, and it's what percentage, it, it, you know, what percentage tax is on that item. Well, a gallon of gas in, in California. Yeah, five bucks. Costs a thousand dollars. I'm just throwing out a <laughs> hypothetical. <laughs> yeah, a thousand dollars. I think it's about five bucks. And a gallon of gas in Vermont right now is still two ninety nine. Yeah. About the same here. So it turns out, it, 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 like, it turns out your cost of living has a lot to do. And, and so if you just go by the rates and the average people, you won't have yeah. any clue whether it applies to you. Does this have any parallels at all to an industry that we are employed by? Meaning? Meaning the selective use of certain information and the sin of omission about other information so as to make yourself number one. <laughs> oh, well, I, I mean, California actually would love to say it ain't so bad here. Asterisk, mm-hmm. if you're pretty poor, we won't tax you as much as richer people. <laughs> um, but, you know, yes, it's all PR. It's all spin. In fact, basically anything you read, you should read with critical thinking. Yes, including ratings right. from radio right. stations, yeah. right? All right, Bob, you're paying 31.28 cents a gallon in tax in Vermont. 
And here in Massachusetts, you should not leave Zip all alone to Google. <laughs> we're we're Go paying ahead. twenty-six cents in California. However, yes. take a wild guess what the eighty-six gas tax cents. Is. How much? Uh, it's pretty close. Sixty-six yeah. cents a gallon. But yeah. sixty cents, sixty-six cents per gallon. Yeah. Okay. You know, and again, the article could be completely wrong. So I went to search for other articles, and I found mm-hmm. tons of them. And guess what? They all were spin. No, they were all saying, according to a study done by WalletHub. Ah. So WalletHub created this huge algae bloom. (laughs) (laughs) Green blob floating in the middle. I wrote back to Brian and and I said, first of all, Brian, uh, thanks for listening and writing in. Agree or disagree, I'm grateful for your time. And I always am. I don't care whether I agree or disagree with people. Plus, please be be, uh, assured, I can be wrong. I have two people willing to testify to that under oath. <laughs> Lisa and her yeah. sister. Well, I was going to say Zip and Ed, but sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then I told him average income, average property taxes, what is that? And cost of living. Like in California, you got to pay, uh, I know someone who pays 7500 just for their fire insurance. Yeah, yeah. And, and, flood, uh, and here it's flood yeah. insurance, so it's crazy. And yeah. Vermont's property tax is per 100,000, and it's relatively high, but the reason it's so high is houses are so cheap. Yeah. And you, know, you can seriously, you were here, uh, you mm-hmm. can buy a nice house for 150 grand. Oh, I could cash out of this place and get into a palatial estate. Good, good. <laughs> so anyway, I told him, I, 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 I'm, if I fall for propaganda, please bust me on it. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I read... I read just about every clickbait article because on everything, and I have not found one that isn't spin. Yeah. So it's one of those things. It's like, remember how finding the best long-distance plan used to be so difficult? <laughs> yes. Still just, is for me. Yeah, they would idiot. just give you part of the rate. Yeah. And then you would. And then there would be all this fine print. Yeah. It's like reading your cable bill. We've got 5G. Yeah. Well, we only have it about 1,800 square feet in New York, but uh, we're leaving that part out. Yeah. All right. We have enhanced 5G. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> no, thank you for writing. Seriously. And by the way, I should offer a prize if you catch me totally wrong. Should be something. Maple syrup. Hey. It's expensive. Shipping. Well, if you stop bullshipping, you won't have to do any shipping. That's right. (laughs) All right, we're going to pause for just a second, and uh, comedian Andrew Rivers is going to join us just a little bit, and also we'll we'll pay homage to a tremendous loss in the music business. Here's a teaser for that. They did, and my only prayer 
is that grams were alive. He never got a chance to see them losing all his vision and most of his hearing. But grandma had the pins in the room where he cranked their tunes. Grandma just shook her head and said, kid, grandpa loved the rolling stones. When he heard painted black, he smoked bones And when he died, they buried him next to Brian Jones It's pretty damn good, Bob Hey, Grandma, is it true what they say, Keith? Stumbled in to make the day they discovered fire Grandma. So while start going around town saying that Charlie Walsh's three great grandchildren are about to retire. Now that ain't nice. Heard some talk about Jack getting some intensive caring. Roaming around a nursing home with Alzheimer's swearing. Older than dirt, steel wheelchairs, the name of the two. Grandma just hung her head and said, boy, Grandpa loved the Rolling Stones. He played satisfaction, he moaned And when he died They carved the big tongue on his headstone <laughs> Grandpa loved the Rolling Stones When he played jumping jack flash, heart of stone Or play with fire He almost passed the kidney stone <laughs> I, I Outstanding. Pull. Who sang that? Who uh, sang that's it? Dennis Amiro. You know him. That's Dennis? That's Dennis Amiro, yeah. And Brian Silva. you got to be kidding me. He's wow. not the ex-porn star, is he? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> wow. I mean, not that I know of. Um, but, uh, yeah, and so that was recorded roughly 1990. So that's, they were old 30 years ago. Well, when I first joined the American Comedy Network, we did uh, Mix Formula 44D and teased about how old he was. Right. And we were wrong. No maple yeah. syrup for you on that one. Because <laughs> that was 30 years ago or 40 yeah. years ago. So, uh, yeah, very sad. Uh, Charlie Watts uh, passed away at the age of 80. I didn't know he was 80. Mm, I didn't either. But he looked 80 at, at 50. Um, to, to me. Yeah, I mean, he always looked like an accountant, don't you think? Yeah. He did. Like well, I guess wait, I was going to say he didn't have any substance issues, but he did for a while. Oh, did he for a little while? Yeah, he did. But he did, you, or, or, did you go to drummer AA meetings with him? Is that how you <laughs> no, but, but uh, he did. Uh, he had to straighten up. Oh. He was told by Keith Richards to clean up his Clean act. up your act if Keith Richards tells you that. <laughs> wow. That's really Who'd have thought old. that Charlie would have gone before Keith? <laughs> yeah, well, that's what, I, yeah, that's what I mean. It's kind of odd. So, um, yeah. And, and all I can say about that, because plenty has been written, is that um, I believe that most people who listen to the Rolling Stones, including myself, took Charlie Watts for granted. 
mm-hmm. in that, uh, you know, with the songs, there were Mick, there was Keith, the front man, uh, and uh, today I put the Rolling Stones on shuffle on my Spotify mm-hmm. while I mowed the long, which, as, as you know, takes three weeks. It's a very yes. big long. <laughs> it takes all day. And, um, and Zip, you know about this because you're a drummer, but he had this backbeat... He did this thing, which I can hear now. I could never do as a musician, and I didn't understand it for many years. But it, it's a blues thing where you're he's deep in the pocket, mm-hmm. almost, not that it sounds late, no. but it, it, there's this, it creates this apprehension, Tension. and then the mm-hmm. snare just goes, boom, you know. Well, he, Tension unlike Tension most drummers, if, if you were, you know, not to get technical, but if you were playing eighth notes on the hi-hat, he had a habit of whenever he hit, played the backbeat, he stopped with his right on hand. On the hi-hat, yeah. Right. Oh. So I, it, it, I think that probably added to that spatial, you know. Yeah. The other and thing that, it, that is amazing to me about the Stones, like, it's the sum of the parts, because it's mm-hmm. so disjointed. But yeah. somehow, chemically, it, it comes together organically. Well, it's really magical, honestly. It, it is. And today I listened to, of course, almost 50 years of the Rolling Stones. Many songs I had completely forgotten because classic rock radio, you know, no matter how 10. big an artist is, we can only play four of your songs. <laughs> Ten of your other songs. Yes. We have to give <laughs> equal opportunity to all four Steely Dan songs, all four Ario Speedwagon songs. Yeah. And uh, and so there's so many amazing and and on each one of the songs, it was clear that he was so important. It's sort of like Ringo Starr wasn't as appreciated as the other Beatles too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah um, true. And, and Charlie, in a whole different way, was um, it was just something about him. I mean, he he never overplayed. No, and he, that's what you want. Am I wrong? Ziff. Oh no, no, absolutely correct. How many guys? That, how correct. many bands have have problems because they got to tell the drummer to pull back? Yeah. Mm. Interestingly enough, play. too, it's funny. I watched a lot of videos in the last couple of days. Yeah. He played rather stiffly, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. But somehow that added. It's you can't. It's just unique. It's it's well, so totally did, so his own. Springsteen's drummer, don't you think? Yeah, Max you're Weinberg. Right. Yep. Yes, he's he a does. stiff guy too. He's the least yes. soulful looking player that I've ever seen. Yeah, very, almost like a, a wind up kind a of a robot thing, monkey, you know? right. like one of those yeah. wind up monkey toys. Yeah. So the Rolling Stones will go on tour this year without Charlie Watts, Steve Jordan, which is a good pick. Is it? Yeah, yeah, well, he yeah. was in the expensive winos, so he's, he's expensive winos. I love that title. <laughs> yeah, so good. So he's, he's with another big band too, though. Uh, John Mayer. He's yeah, he John was Mayer's in uh, Saturday Night. Uh, he was in. Um, I'm pretty sure he was the early drummer in uh, Letterman's band. Pre Anton. Sure. Yes. Would you want to sure. see the Stones again? I tried to get tickets and I just couldn't negate the sites because I didn't know who. I, they kept tacking on these charges and I couldn't figure out who was real and who wasn't because I'm a Luddite. I, uh, I did see the Rolling Stones in 1968 at Dillon Stadium in Hartford. Do you know where that is? 
Bob. Um, it's just a football stadium. It's nothing fancy. I, just I think the answer is blowing in the wind. I don't know where. Yeah, it is. Yes. <laughs> you know what? You know what expression that brings to to mind for me is that, with all due respect, pshaw. <laughs> well, no, it was just I just remember it was they were so rudimentary, and yes. that they used the football public address system, so it was completely distorted, oh. and the girls screamed. They played for about. About thirty minutes, played about ten this or twelve. This is back songs. in the old days. We'd go to a concert and you couldn't hear anything over the. And not a thing. Yeah, could absolutely. not hear a Can thing. Can you imagine rock stars being so big that hearing them is secondary to being able to say you were there? <laughs> <laughs> it's just well, that's true. It's yeah. just like it was the scene. Being yeah. there was the scene. I say we blame Ed Sullivan for that. Let's do one for Beatles. Well, of course, the, <laughs> the famous Rolling Stones story was that, and I heard this song today. The Rolling Stones on Ed Sullivan were going to play the song Let's Spend the Night Together. Night together. Yeah. Now I Need You More Than Ever. And Ed Sullivan Some said, yeah. you have to change the lyric because this is national TV. Families are watching. Right. You have to sing Let's, Let's spend, spend Some Time, some time Together. together. <laughs> and Mick Jagger got out on stage, looked directly in the camera and said, Let's fuck. No, he didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's spend the night together. But he did. He said, Let's spend now the night Take that, Ed. Let's spend the night together and now. Back then, the shows weren't live. So Ed Sullivan could have pulled the plug and said, Ladies and gentlemen, we were going to have the Rolling Stones, but they refused to behave. <laughs> but he, what he is this Ed Sullivan selling, Charlie Farkas? <laughs> I don't know. I, that's my cue to have you take over and push me out that's of there. Right. I'm sorry, Bob. You have to give me more advance notice. Yeah. <laughs> I could do Topo Gijo, I think. <laughs> Topo okay. Gijo. All right. We have a same rat as it is. All right. Are we ready for uh, the big father and son reunion? No, there you not. go. Yeah, yes. bring it on. Isn't this exciting? <laughs> uh, for those of you at home watching on video, which I'm about to start. Oh, boy. Um, this is our first podcast. This is really very exciting. Oh, yeah, I got to flip, right. flip the gotta screen. Teach him how to do everything in person. And by the way, this is one of his favorite things. Let's mock the old people. <laughs> Look at me. Remember I am how, old, how but I'm healthy. Yes. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. This is the first time ever on the podcast that Andrew Rivers is in the room with me in the same room because it's the first time ever that we have seen each other on a podcast since COVID-19. Andrew! Oh! oh. Look at that. Oh, Your arms got strong. Oh, a little have bit. you been working out a little bit? A little bit. Yeah. Until okay. I hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Rivers is with us. Let's play a little jingle. A strange, strange coincidence to Andrew being here. That is, was a warmer reception right now than I got when I first saw you off the plane, actually. Well, because I'm put on a show. <laughs> oh, I don't really care about the show, <laughs> <laughs> A, uh, a very uh, strange coincidence today uh, is that um, the Baltimore Orioles, have they lost? I, I want you to set it up. All right, I'll set start, it up first. I spoil the surprise here. Way back in 1988, after I abandoned Zip and went to Baltimore, uh, which I'm still sorry for, although really you shouldn't feel bad. You've been absolved. Thank you. Bob. Um, yes. I did this silly radio promotion when the Baltimore Orioles lost 21 games in a row. 
no team had ever lost that many games. And it was at the beginning of the season. They were 0-21 before they won a game. (laughs) And uh, because of that, and this is very much like Clinton's (laughs) blowjob, and... And Donald Trump surviving. If COVID. only you had gotten a blowjob during the radiothon. <laughs> no, it's not that. What I'm saying is, are you saying it has the same standard. moral content? As no. A <laughs> like earlier on the podcast, you had to be uh, listening. But we were saying, if any little things had gone differently in history, how different the world would be. So if Clinton had said, "I'm sorry, you're an intern. I really shouldn't," uh, you know, then then Al Gore would have been president. Who knows what would have happened. Like if, Back to the Future. Yes, right. if Donald Trump with it. had, uh, instead of downing all that ivermectin, the horse dewormer, and curing himself <laughs> of COVID, and, and I don't mean this in any harsh way, as I'm being bipartisan about it, then, you know, if he had not survived COVID, I wonder what would have gone differently in history, too. And if I had not done that Baltimore Orioles marathon, I don't think I would have been nationally prominent, been hired to fly out to Seattle, and had really my whole career, which is a certain amount of it is luck. You see where I'm going with that? Yep. Yep. I so, agree. So today, Andrew, who remembers that, because Andrew and Keith were on the cover of People magazine. Not the cover. <laughs> that was Bert and Lonnie. <laughs> but they actually, we had a centerfold in People magazine with yeah. my, my two kids. So uh, text started coming in today and things started happening. And it turns out that the Baltimore Orioles had lost 19 games in a row. And now it's starting to become a big media circus again because could any team possibly be worse than the Baltimore Orioles? Maybe it's going to be the Baltimore Orioles. Mm. And um, so while we were out at dinner tonight, Andrew, who's very hip to sports, was watching uh, on the – you can watch, apparently, the games – there's an internet. You can look stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank World you, Wide Web. And they were ahead two to nothing when we were having dinner. And I said, sometime during the podcast, that game is going to end. And if the Baltimore Orioles win, I won't have to, you know, say anything about it. So Andrew is here. He's got a smirk on his face that tells me they lost. What happened? <laughs> it is currently uh, they won ten to six. The Orioles won! The Orioles oh, won. Oh, give me another oh, hug! Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. But you wanted me to write you some jokes. I, I got okay. a couple here. Thank you. I, well, here's what I said to him. He went back through all... Oh, because you got a text. Someone wanted to... The Baltimore Orioles called and wanted to, to talk to me because they were going to use me for media fodder so their players wouldn't have to talk, which I would totally agree with. Let's put this schlub but out. But now this of... won't happen. They won. Yeah. Okay, when we were coming up to the podcast, they were losing. Yeah, they were losing. They were down six to two. When I was when you started, they tied it up, and I didn't want to say anything, and so I just kept watching, and and they, oh. they pulled it out. Awesome. All right, so they only lost nineteen in a row. Yeah, that's great. That's and wonderful. they lost sixteen in a row by more than one run, so, which is also <laughs> a record. So wow, um, they weren't even close. Is uh, and most if of you're gonna games. lose, lose by lose a big. lot. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Save those runs for future games. Exactly. Yeah. Roll over minutes. <laughs> All right. So I had said to Andrew because uh, he he was looking through my old scrapbook, and apparently I used to be funny. Well, yeah. There was an article <laughs> actually. It was the Washington Post, and it's called "Waiting for the O's." <laughs> and it's so there's a lot of fun jokes in here and uh, um, bright spots. Let's see. 
Bob Rivers said, there's only 140 games left. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bright spot. Uh, to be honest with you, they sounded a little depressed. They said the nice things that you say. They're kind of melancholy. I can't wait till they get home and see the fan support. Uh, baseball is a business, and they have to worry about their bottom line. That's one of the reasons we're doing this. I, I think they should be buying me a car, he continues. <laughs> but I'm not going to ask for it. Not going to ask for it. I'm not going to spoil <laughs> the did. movie, yeah. but... Yeah. To quote one of his. All right. Uh, so I said, "What if I, if I have to talk to them? I don't. Know, I can't think of anything to say." So and I said, "I wish I knew a professional joke writer." So, yeah. All right. What so the Orioles have the best farm system in baseball, according to MLBPipeline.com. I guess that's because the major league team is playing like manure. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad. Okay. Like that. That's the only good. You know, really good one, but uh, three weeks ago, a cat ran onto the field, and they haven't won a game since. So a black cat crossed the warning track, and now the Orioles can't hit it out. The bo- uh, Maybe a cat getting a bird. There's something there. This is how you Oh, can, the you Orioles. Yeah, 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 the Orioles with a cat. Okay. And then the pitcher with the most wins in Orioles games in August plays for the Tampa Bay Rays, <laughs> <laughs> which is a fact. And then uh, there was another article. I forget which one, but... Uh, uh, it quoted, Bob Rivers once replied to a song request, oh, good, I can take a crap during that one. <laughs> <laughs> In a God of David, you know, baby. Oh, man. You don't know that song. No. American Pie. <laughs> mm. All right. Mm. Andrew, it's good to have you here in person. Uh. And uh, your mother, I mean, you can tell she's pretty excited uh, and yet, um, the only time she's been excited in that house for a while. Yeah, well, ooh, ooh. oh wow! Hello, oh, the belt oh, shot over geez. there. I should get a podcast with friends. <laughs> I should actually have one with friends. Um, Hope you're wearing a cup. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but she's happy to see you. But she sort of wants to like tell you what to do every minute. Well, she's always been motherly. I mean, you know, she'll, we'll sit down for dinner and she'll be like, do you want salt? And I'm like, I know where the salt is, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. Do you want ketchup? Do you want, you know, she just is a motherly, uh, yeah. you know, I get it. She never asked Nurturing. me what I want. Well, because she knows the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing Bill Clinton got. No. Oh, oh, come on. Oh, oh, no, it is good oh, to see you. Man. I thought I would have. Jeez. I, <laughs> Out of the mouths I'm of just, babes. It's rough at our dinner table. Call him back uh, to, yeah. the, to the show here. But oh, I thought, man. you know, I've been here a week now, and I thought I would have more jokes about you by now, but it's been pretty boring. <laughs> Thank you. It's Thank been you. very good. But, um, but the great thing is that, like, with the podcast, it's felt like I, ta- you know, I haven't really missed you almost. Oh, because we, because <laughs> yeah. we talk every week. Like, yeah. like I would call my dad once a year at right. your age yeah, because exactly. it was like yeah. I'd have to call him, and when I would call him, he would go, "Hi, how you doing, Rob?" And I'd go, "Pretty good, Dad." So, uh, uh, the Red Sox won. Yeah, that did it. Uh, <laughs> how's uh, it's how's, true, how's Lisa? She's good. How are the boys? Good. All right, well, good talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we talk every week, so it, yeah. you know, to me, it hasn't felt that. It feels like just last week you were telling me I wasn't good enough, and and uh, so we haven't missed a beat. I think it's okay. been real nice talking to you, Dad. I'm kidding. Yeah. It's been real you can nice take talking a dim to with you. So wait a minute, oh. you. Uh, where do you get me telling you? I'm just cracking jokes. I mean, yeah, I mean uh, obviously I, tur- no- I turn on Facebook, and every week I hear you rag on the old guys and how boring it was. Almost like it's a penalty that you have to talk to. Them. Like, we're in a home, 
<laughs> no, this podcast has been great. I okay. mean, I, I you know oh. I try to come with like fifteen minutes of jokes, and the only thing I I've had to live for this whole. I mean, my job was illegal for the last year, so right. You know, making my dad laugh every week. That's what every boy wants. So, you know. I laughed. That's pretty good. I was good. in my 20s. My job was illegal, too. We hey. won't talk about it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's your son. Don't confess that. I do That's worry sometimes. You know, kind of like you were saying about your old Taliban song. You're like, oh, was that an off-color joke, maybe? Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, because the Jeopardy guy, the, the host of Jeopardy, Ugh. just got fired. Right. Right. And for... what, what, what was it that he said that got him the axe? Mm. It was a lot of uh, untoward things towards uh, women. It was the Me Too thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. some rec- yeah. reckless commentary. Right. Oh, he Quite kept. Honestly. I think he had a co- female co-host, and he kept asking her about her boobs, or you yeah. know, some, I didn't like read that. too much yeah. into it, but it was stuff that HR would get a note. Uh, but it's about like today. it's distasteful comments on a podcast, you know. So hopefully, the hiring manager at Applebee's doesn't listen to this show because <laughs> yeah. I will never get a job there. <laughs> It's good in the neighborhood, Andrew. You'll like it there. Oh, thanks. Oh, man. But it is good. I'm excited to get on tour, you know, because the great thing about traveling and, and being out there is that you forget your problems at home. You know, you yeah, can, yeah. What is, is yeah. the old leave all your worries behind. Is that a thing? Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. I kind of like being alone, but now I have an excuse to not answer phone calls from, like, certain, <laughs> certain friends or girls or power company or whatever, you know. <laughs> Just so much Because I was kind of talking to this girl, uh, but then I was worried because she wasn't vaccinated. Uh-oh. And that was like a tough conversation to have where I'm like, hey, if we go places, I think you should wear a mask. Oh. And, and then she was like, you should wear one, but that covers your whole face. You know? <laughs> well, <laughs> now I get to see him. <laughs> it's uh, really cool to be in the same room. Yeah. I've never done this with him. But, uh, you know, I'm okay with an unvaccinated girlfriend. I'm used to being ghosted. Uh, oh. I hate a long-distance relationship. That's the thing. It, but with an unvaccinated girl, you know, she's always only going to be six feet away from me. <laughs> Something there. Something there. All right. But Two, uh, three, let's see. Let's uh, open a window in here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of manure, yeah. these Tough jokes room. are uh, growing some flowers over here, but it's not the only thing they're growing. But the, That's uh, true. Hey, hey, don't give it away. The, uh, the FDA approved the, the Pfizer vaccine. That's exciting. It's not news. a conditional yeah. approval anymore. It's a right. full approval. Not right. an emergency. Yeah. I think this is uh, hopefully going to move the needle for some people. Um, but uh, <laughs> move the needle. Probably only going to move the goalposts for yeah. people. Though. That's the problem. But like you were talking about, seventy percent of calls to poison control in Mississippi this week are people taking ivermectin, ivermectin, ivermectin <laughs> for preventative COVID treatment. For all blucher. Right. They're taking a drug for treating stomach worms in pigs and cows, but I'm the sheep. You know. <laughs> <laughs> This is not how we get herd immunity. Right? <laughs> um, and it's even worse. Like Alabama has zero ICU beds open in the mm-hmm. whole state. But they said if needed, you can share one with your cousin since you already share beds at home. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking for his bell, but it doesn't I have I love it. South jokes. How about you guys? <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you what, instead of the bell, we get a honk this week. Right? Hey, I like that. That's good. Okay. Uh, well, speaking of uh, third world countries, uh, yes. Joe Biden is getting creamed for having a weak pullout game. 
by, uh, there you go, by, by all the people that make money off of war, which is weird. You know, I didn't know we were at war with Afghanistan because the, the only war the media has been covering is the war on Christmas. <laughs> I stole your joke. Yeah. That's the first time he's ever taken one of my jokes. Thank you. That's totally not wonderful. I, I was worried you already, we were going to do it. The war on Christmas, the war on Aunt, Aunt Jemima. Jemima. They don't like brown ladies, let me tell you. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Jesus is, uh, uh, yeah, Christmas. Jesus is the reason for the season and for why we start wars in the Arab world. Um, but here's this is a headline I saw is a news story, and I'm not sure I fully understand it. It said some Taliban websites go offline amid broader tech crackdown. Oh, and I don't know if I'm an idiot for not knowing, but I didn't realize the Taliban just had websites set up. Uh, oh, every country does. But I, uh, I yeah, I've, I'm not sure. I mean, what would a Taliban website be? Well, I don't know. I know all their videos are in 16 by 9 ratio so that they can fit in the viewing window of a burqa, but... But I just little, didn't realize... Like, I don't know him. Room. <laughs> I, I'm asking for a DNA test. I just lost my yeah, job okay. at Jeopardy, but yeah. that's fine. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, how do we not see this takeover coming? You know what I mean? This is why we got to stop electing 70-year-old presidents, right? That's yeah. right. The Taliban's on their website, like, here are my tour dates. We'll be in Kabul. On the 21st, <laughs> Biden's trying to play Candy Crush on his iPad. But <laughs> but either way, I you know, we've got to go back to war with these radicals. You know, it's they like do. you were saying. Yeah. The Taliban is banning vaccines and abortions. And actually, I, wait, that's the Republicans. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Taliban wants to shut down bars and schools. Well, that's the Democrats. So. <laughs> um <laughs> Flag there, you the flag. there you go. There you go. Flag on the flag. Loving it. But uh, let's see. Uh, schools oh, are opening up. I don't know how you're. Uh, are you concerned, or do you not even care because you don't have kids in school? Well, anymore? no kids. Um, I didn't uh, say. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, now I know why after listening to this. But I do have a sister. <laughs> yeah. He got that third shot because he heard it makes him sterile. He's yeah. like, I don't need any more failures running around. Right. So, uh, not much chance of that, but, um, you know, my sister, your aunt, uh, Patty, is a school teacher. Right. Oh, yeah. That's good. And so, I hear uh, the concerns, uh, you know, from the school teacher's side, there's concerns that they, because children under 12 aren't vaccinated, that they're more at risk, of course, because it's always been a Petri dish. Right. Right. School has always been considered that. Uh, on the other hand, getting kids and education and getting them back to school, it's a huge priority after losing more than a year. Right. Uh, so That's an interesting debate. This is one of those where there's, it's sort of like there's Afghanistan, no right. <laughs> only at school. Look, we got to rip the Band-Aid off. <laughs> That's right. Uh, that's the school nurse's uh, policy also. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so there's there's no easy answer. I, I mean, I think um, the more we – when are they going to have vaccines for one-year-olds? Well, I think that um, from what I've read, that uh, that uh, pregnant women can pass on the antibodies, so that oh. any baby that's that's in the womb gets the antibodies uh, by the time they're born. If the if the uh, 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 mom has the, right. the shot in but, utero, is they right? Say, yeah. There you yeah. go. Well, that's good. Scientists on this, but homeschooling—it's more than a U two album. <laughs> yes, <laughs> homeschooling well. is uh, is up eleven percent this year. Which is interesting, and I get it. I mean, schools, they have restrictive learning subjects, there's stress and bullying and 
crumbling infrastructure and racist teachers. I mean, why send your kids to school every morning when they can get that stuff right at home, you know? But uh, I don't know if it's a good idea. I mean, kids are giant balls of disease, and that's probably why COVID doesn't affect them, right? Coronavirus enters a kid's body. All the other diseases are like, seat's taken. <laughs> it's, it's kids, kids are giant bats in the, you know, they hang upside down. They sure. poop on everything. Sure. They use high-pitched screeches to move around. <laughs> That's pretty much true. Uh, but I think schools are, you know, they're doing a good job. They're as prepared as they can be. At least if a kid gets sick and dies, they have plenty of chalk to outline the body. So that's going to be good. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. Um, You're never going to host Jeopardy. Oh, that's, that's some dark right, shit, yeah. kid. <laughs> that's all right, though. I, I would hate to see you hosting Jeopardy, actually. Um, and then the uh, the Nirvana. Oh, oh God. Uh, oh, wait a minute. You, all right. Have you guys seen this story yet? I sent yes. it to you. <laughs> I have the kid who was the baby on Nirvana with the, the album Nevermind yeah. is suing Nirvana for child pornography. Yeah, he's thirty now. Yeah, and I I, I didn't research the back end of this story. The you should, oh, the front end the was front on end. the cover. No. <laughs> you didn't read the insert? No. The album insert? Uh, but uh, uh, there's a lot. I mean, I would assume that picture had a release that went along with it, but I guess if you're... No, he was too young for that. Yeah, if you're two months old, can your parents sign a release? They, they could if you're on a Gerber commercial, eating applesauce. Yeah. So it's an interesting case. I, I mean, I don't think it's as cut and dry. Social media was bla- media was blasting the kid. Yeah, uh, saying that you know he's just greedy. Uh, what do you think? Or he's insecure because it's the same size to this day. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm after sorry, all was these that your years, joke, by no, the way, no, no, come on. I, 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 I'm a, I'm a, I got a better one than that. But, Ed was uh, trying to cockwalk. No, it. hey, come on. I just think it's interesting. After all these years, the baby from the Nirvana album cover is still chasing a buck. Ah. <laughs> But I I get it, you know, because once I get naked, women also go, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) And he's dating Courtney now. Um, But there's an interview. uh, He did a GQ interview. uh, I wonder if I can find it. But they did an interview with him a couple years ago in GQ. And he's an artist, I guess. He's trying to do some some oh, painting. Oh no, kidding! Or oh, like so that. he wants the publicity. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he did so. an interview, and the and the actual quote was like, "You used to think this was really cool. What happened?" And he goes, "Well, I I called them up and asked them if they wanted to work on some stuff with me, and they just sent me to their manager, and I feel like if you know, they said never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah thanks, yeah, but yeah, no thanks. Yeah. Uh, well, um, you know, he'll get fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah. So he's um. Uh, yeah, so he's just suing them for, what was the other thing? In, um, is, there, is there an amount he wants? $150,000 from all seven, I guess, each of the band members from seven different people. The manager. 150000 each? $150,000 each. Ah. Uh, he said that women, he said women will sleep with him. This is the actual quote in the article. Okay. Women will sleep with him and then ask him how much money he gets from royalties. And he says, oh, I don't get anything. And then they dump him. That was his actual <laughs> quote. <laughs> so it's very with- clear what, you know, the motivation is. But yeah, yes. it's money. Of course. Yeah. Right. Wow. I got more if you want to keep going, but, I, you know. You, you, you oh, have the. Uh, oh, wow. You yes. have the. Uh, you. I'll give you another couple of minutes. Okay. Because uh, you're doing really well. And I, Thank you. I don't want to say anything negative this week. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's there and we'll can to, you now. We'll have to subsidize some therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shikari Richardson, 
Who's uh, that? She uh, returned to racing. After she got booted from the Olympics for the pot test for coming. She, did you yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Uh, By the way, why would they boot someone for something that makes you slower and stupider? Because it's performance enhancing. First thing I want to do when I fire up a blunt is go running. <laughs> yeah, sure, exactly. Um, she she just got she just ran her first race since that, and she got smoked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, she got ninth, she got ninth place. Honk, honk. Yeah. But we don't I have th- the bell this week. Yeah. I really like the honk better. Yeah, yeah. the honk's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But he, I think even though she's a loser, we should put her on the Wheaties box, you know? Because, <laughs> I mean, what a better spokesperson for your product than, you know, this is much more your target demographic, right? Yeah. I, like like they were saying, I've, I've never smoked pot and run a four-minute mile, but I have done the other thing, you know, eat a bunch of cereal. <laughs> I like that one. Um, <laughs> party of one, Kelly, party of one. I think Fruit Loops, Fruit Fruit Loops, Loops. or Cocoa Pops. Yeah, yeah. Or Alphabets, like sure. Oh, Cocoa for Cocoa Pops. And then we missed another Trump reinstatement day. Well, well oh, he was supposed to be reinstated. Yeah, yeah. Today. There was another. I think the. I think QAnon is using the Mayan calendar. I'm not sure. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Rivers. How about that? Yes, it's good to have in you person in here. the house in Vermont. Andrew is uh, on a tour with Steve Hofsetter. A yes. huge, a huge tour, by the way, all Massive. over, uh, really all over the country. In fact. He's headed to all those states. Oh, yeah, I, did. I am going to Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 oh, boy. And, and there's horse tranquilizer, uh, I mean, a horse dewormer <laughs> on the rider backstage with the brown yeah, M&Ms right. removed. Um, and, and you'll be in all which states? New Haven, New Haven Connecticut. Burlington. Uh, yes, uh, September East 1st. Greenwich, Rhode Island, Albany, New York, Indianapolis, St. Louis, Louisville, Memphis, wow. Nashville, Huntsville, Chattanooga, Birmingham, Mobile and Jackson, Mississippi. Yes. So you'll and get to- sick towards the end of the tour. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Toad's place in New Haven, of all the places. Yeah. The place I saw the stones. I can't wait to meet you guys. Uh, very good. We'll see you soon. Uh, AndrewJRivers.com. Yeah, That's yeah. a website. I know that nobody does a website. Well, anymore. Twitter. I mean, I just found your Twitter account. You've got 12,000 followers. You never post anything. I never talk to them. Yeah, no. Yeah. I should. You got to get, you got to. But I'm a low maintenance follow. <laughs> That's true. I ain't following someone who tweets all the time. A lot I, of work. I, I, po- yeah. I posted uh, Andrew's uh, tour sheet on my Facebook page, and Fred Murphy <laughs> piped in and said, he kind of looks like he still lives in Bob's basement. I saw that. He's got that, he's got that <laughs> long hair thing going. Yeah. All right, Andrew, good to see you. Guys, uh, we're going to take it out with uh, a, a song that's uh, it's getting its final farewell because uh, it's already happened. That's should Cuomo stay or should he go? Played that for a good year. Yeah, he fought hard. You you made that song a year ago uh, about Cuomo. Was or it whatever? About, yeah, yeah. About a year ago when those uh, when those accusations first came out. It's about how long it took. He he hung in there for a long time. Yeah, and I thought he was going to Clinton that thing out. He's going to pull that out like Clinton. More than you can say for uh, <laughs> people in the nursing homes in New York, but Ooh. you know. Ooh. Okay. They just added uh, 12,000 deaths to the total today. Today, yeah. again? They found a few more. Well, they they found some that he wasn't admitting, but, you know. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah he's a he's definitely deserving of an Apple TV series. Yeah. Like the morning show about Matt Lauer. Okay. 
Uh, so we'll play that Cuomo song and also uh, a classic live in Bob's Garage with Foghat. Thanks for listening. You can email us anytime, show at bobandzip.com. Uh, we welcome a new Patreon this week. I should have that person's name in front of me. Hang on, I will. Because I, I so severely appreciate that every time yeah. someone signs up. We don't push it. 70. Tom Zylstra uh, signed up. Tom, thank you very much. All our Patreons are much appreciated. Help pay the overhead, keep the lights on. And uh, all right, that's going to do it. Everybody ready to say goodbye? Tom yep. can't come to the phone right now. To let me know Should Cuomo stay or should he go If you say he should be fine Then he can grope you from behind Chuck Schumer says that he should go But Cuomo says no way, hell no He's such a sleaze, sleaze, sleaze Need that job so they just freeze He tries to get them in the sack Cause he's a nymphomaniac So is it time to let him know That he can pack his bags and go Should Cuomo stay or should he go now? Can he stay if he lays low now? Think there would be trouble All he wants to do is cuddle I really want to know Should Cuomo stay or should he go?
That is Fog Hat, live in my garage. Strange as it seems. That's great. Yeah. Good wow. music. Thank you, live from Bob's garage. Oh. Just to prove it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> cool. and, the old garage. Garage. And, and by the way, how we got Fog Hat into the garage, again, this is one of those amazing that history went this way uh, quotes. It had nothing to do with an intern. Uh, but how, <laughs> how we got them in the garage was it was about 1993, 1994, and the Indian tribal casinos weren't big and doing entertainment yet. So bands like Blue Oyster Cult and Fog Hat, they were playing dive bars like the Firehouse. Wow. And no one would buy tickets because no one knew about it because they wouldn't spend any money for advertising. Promoting it, right. And so I just went to our promotion director and I said, well, if they play a live concert on our show, three songs... A couple days before they're playing, we'll beat the crap out of it, and then we yeah. can sell out the shows for them. And then, as soon as Indian gaming casinos started putting people on stage, no one returned our calls anymore. But that's how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> now you tell had the BOC story. in your garage yeah. too. What's that? Wow, you had BOC in your garage too. Oh, Blue Ace to Cult, Collective Soul. We had Ozzy Osbourne. That's Ozzy. why I'm not worried about COVID. <laughs> I've already built up an immunity that. to bat-related viruses. <laughs> Everywhere. That's right. Yeah. So many people. Uh, Randy Bachman. Uh, I, I can't even think of them all. Anyway. Collective Soul? Yeah, Collective Soul threw the football in the backyard with Keith. And he wow. dug it because they were like a, a relatively younger band. Imagine and he was, I don't know, 10 years old at the time. You were, Jeez. Maybe he's 12 and you were like 9 or 10. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that was fun. And the day the Fog Hat was in our garage... They came in a luxury tour bus. <laughs> you know, the kind that could even yes. have a hot tub in there, and Sweet Sweet yes, Connie was doing a rack, that kind of tour <laughs> bus. She had the whole show. Well, uh, Speaking we, of an intern on the tour bus. All right. yeah. Well, anyway, Foghead pulled up with the tour bus that said Foghead on the front, just so that they could be top secret about it. And, <laughs> uh, and they're playing in my garage, and it's pretty loud, and we're in a residential cul-de-sac neighborhood. Right. And I see these three guys walking down the street, neighbors of mine, and they have a look of concern on their face. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a lot of shit for having Foghat in my garage. And they were clutching their Foghat albums. They wanted to get them signed. (laughs) (laughs) That's a movie scene. So cool. All right. So, uh, all right. That was fun. I'm going to play one more song. Uh, And I was telling Andrew how much I love this guy. And this song, I can't get it out of my head. It's all about the internet. It's the Massachusetts comedian that Zip just doesn't get. (laughs) Bo Burnham. Are you ready? One more time. Welcome to the internet. Welcome to the internet. Have a look around. Anything that brain of yours can think of can be found. We've got mountains of content, some better, some worse. If none of it's of interest to you, you'd be the first. Welcome to the internet. Come and take a seat. Would you like to see the news or any famous women's feet? There's no need to panic. This isn't a test. (laughs) Just nod or shake your head and we'll do the rest. Welcome to the internet. What would you prefer? 
prefer? Would you like to fight for civil rights or tweet a racial slur? Be happy, be horny, be bursting with rage. We got a million different ways to engage. Welcome to the internet. Put your cares aside. Here's a tip for straining pasta. Here's a nine-year-old who died. We got movies and doctors and fantasy sports and a bunch of colored pencil drawings of all the different characters in Harry Potter fucking each other. Welcome to the internet. Hold on to your socks, cause a random guy just kindly sent you photos of his cock. They are grainy and off-putting, he just sent you more. Don't act surprised, you know you like it, you whore. See a man beheaded, get offended, see a shrink. Show us pictures of your children, tell us every thought you think. Start a rumor, buy a broomer, send a death threat to a boomer. Or DM a girl and groomer, do a zoomer, find a tumor in your... Here's a healthy breakfast option, you should kill your mom. Here's why women never fuck you, here's how you can build a bomb. Which Power Ranger are you? Take this quirky quiz. Obama sent the immigrants to vaccinate your kids. Could I interest you in everything, all of the time? A little bit of everything, all of the time. Apathy's a tragedy and boredom is a crime. Anything and everything, all of the time. Could I interest you in everything, all of the time? A little bit of everything, all of the time. Apathy's a tragedy and boredom is a crime. Anything and everything, all of the time. You know, it wasn't always like this. Not very long ago, just before your time, right before the towers fell, circa 99. This was catalogs, travel blogs, a chat room or two. We set our sights and spent our nights waiting for you, you, insatiable you. Mommy let you use her iPad, you were barely two, and it did all the things we designed it to do. Now look at you, oh. <laughs> look at you, 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 unstoppable, watchable, your time is now, your insides out, honey how you grew, and if we stick together, who knows what will do. It was always the plan to put the world in your hand. <laughs> Could I interest you in everything all of the time? A bit of everything all of the time Apathy's a tragedy and boredom is a crime Anything and everything all of the time Could I interest you in everything all of the time A little bit of everything all of the time Apathy's a tragedy and boredom is a crime Anything and everything and anything and everything and anything and everything and everything
and all of the time. Yeah. Guys still there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they hung up. No, we didn't. I'll tell you a couple thoughts about that. Um, one, I love it. Um, I worry a little about Bo Burnham. <laughs> you should. Well, if he was my son, I'd say, are you sure you're okay? <laughs> I, it's funny you say that because I'm not intimately familiar with him, but uh, some of my friends have said that he's been struggling with some depression lately. So Yeah, we, if I knew all of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like it's 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 funny uh and he's boy does he nail it during that song and well, there'll be a quiz next week by the way but during that song i was tabulating what percentage of those things i'd actually done on the internet <laughs> okay build a bomb uh yeah. what else I've, i haven't looked up how to build a bomb yeah i'm afraid that in my kill search your history. mom I haven't looked up how to kill my mom, right. no <laughs> but i've seen a nine-year-old who died i've like seen those kinds of stories I have look at women's feet. Sure, I have, or other parts. But you know what I mean. Which, which of those involved? <laughs> Their feet just happen to be in the photo. That's I wasn't right. looking That's it. for Which them. of those involved categories that I had actually done? You know, and uh, mm-hmm. I think it's I, I think it's a, a respectable thirty to forty percent. Yeah, not, not a big high number. The <laughs> thing I hear about Bo is that he became sort of a sensation early on in his life, right? Right. Like a YouTube when he was like sixteen years yeah. old. And so I think. He suffered from sort of the Steve Martin thing where he felt like people weren't actually listening to anything he said anymore. Oh. And so I... I, I, I call uh, that the seven billion people thing, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you call it? Well, we all have that, don't we? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> At some time. What were you saying? Oh, you felt yes. like he succumbed to the early success. and then, Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, I wasn't listening. People do it to me all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Secum. So we're doing it, actually, and I didn't even know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I so, don't know. I, yeah, who knows? I hope he's well. I'd like to interview him because he's, great. he's in Massachusetts. He's, he lives right next door to Zip. They should be friends. <laughs> well, nah. if you were an active user of the internet, you might be, uh, you know, might be able to get his attention <laughs> with your clout. I could. That's right. By the way, another thing I thought of during that song, mm-hmm. that that should be a ride at Disney. Instead of they should get rid of it, it's a small world. <laughs> when yes. its feet pop Please. out. Good, I interest you in everything all of the time. And then you ride in a little boat through all the internet web pages. That's very fun. If interested in everything all of the time. Interested in everything all of the time. It's a small no, world after, after all. all. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, well, it, it would be an adults only ride. Yes. You leave your kids. <laughs> <laughs> you must be this tall to ride. <laughs> you must not be this tall. Yeah. Anyway, all right. We keep saying goodbye, but we keep playing more things. I know. I think that's, that's it. Fault. I don't think I have anything else. You're the ringmaster. You didn't right. want to play your second Taliban song? Oh. <laughs> what was the other one you had? Don't up? encourage him, Andrew. Uh, is well, that good? Let him play his hits. He's got a couple uh, of look, years left. Anyone that doesn't want to hear him <laughs> is long gone already, but <laughs> here's another flash from the Taliban past. <laughs> Inside these cave walls Hiding for the winter Dinner 
time is no fun. Good job. Nice again. Tasty most kebab. We're screwed. Oh, summer. Screwed. Oh, summer. I've got the most kebab for you. This time we're really done. That's why I, I feel comfortable calling you a no talent hack because it's obviously untrue. <laughs> Great songs, very entertaining, well done. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have anything to do with it. Well, you, you, you got all the plaques on your wall. Yeah, I can't sing. Um, I always felt that. I, I always felt that all the people around me were so great. I was just like, um, I was like Ed Sullivan actually. Yeah. You have a really big shoe. Come on, help me out there. Ed. Yeah, you have a really big shoe, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Bob Rivers, yeah. Paris. As so many great people on that. The uh, the Beatniks, Rick Lavovich singing the Paul McCartney. And he's the guy, by the way. I'm like, do you think you could do Band on the Run? And he was like, uh, yeah, I could play all the instruments. And he literally <laughs> oh, knew, oh, oh wow. no, he used a Gibson on this one. And he used the Hofner bass over here. And wow. And he just put that all together, and then we, we used to stay up t- sometimes till three in the morning doing those vocals. Cocaine will do that, yeah. I no, I stopped doing the cocaine on <laughs> October thirty first, nineteen eighty nine. Okay, believe me. And and by the way, it's not a secret from my. No, uh, no. You know what's funny is uh, so that's interesting. Because I mom pulled out that notebook of all the stuff, and there was a letter from your boss in November of eighty nine. Which uh, is which must be like right 10 after days I got after sober. Got sober. Just a few days. This yeah. is the worst show I've ever heard. Yeah. You guys are so unprofessional. <laughs> but then six months later, there was a, a wow. You've come so far as a performer and a, and a human being, and I'm so proud of your success and your amazing work ethic. And yeah. so it's good to see. Uh, he he's literally reading old memos of me getting blasted by my, by my boss, <laughs> wow. and I have no recollection of them. But I do recall sucking. 
<laughs> well, to get your job back? Oh, your, yeah. Fresh in your mind every week. Yeah. And then, you yeah. know, six months, eight months later, the show started going. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think anybody has any idea on the other side of the radio how much stress that morning people endure oh. in that no. gig. Yeah. We called it King's Wages for Slave Labor. Yeah. Because you uh, you work really hard. And if you, you do, do well, you, you get rewarded well. Yeah. I, I, I do, since we're so far into the podcast now that I assume the people that don't like the songs are all gone. But I have to say something. I, I've been nominated three times for the National Radio Hall of Fame and have lost every single time, which is just fine. That's because I paid them to not put you in there. No, it's fine. I, I think it's because I did well on the local level, but on the corporate level, the guys in New York never really, you know, didn't register. No, and and it really, it makes sense. I'm not. Well, they did cockblock your career, even. You know? Yeah, they did. They put us on in L.A. for nine days, and then they canceled us in Portland after a month or two. And they said, "Sue us. We don't care. We don't care." <laughs> and so, uh, all under the bridge, and the non-competes have all expired. But <laughs> good. Uh, but uh, <sighs> this week, it was announced that one of my mentors and one of the people I admire most in radio. A guy named Brother Wheeze from Rochester, oh, yeah. New York, yeah. got inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame. And oh. yes, and this year was the, f I think, the first year that I was not nominated in a while. And when I saw that he was nominated, and I'm really, you know, I, I'm, I'm not the nicest guy in the world like Zip. <laughs> yeah, you're competitive. Oh, but I'm actually pretty nice. Uh, and when I saw that Wheeze was like nominated i was like well i wouldn't want to be nominated because i want him to win so badly right and he won on the first ballot so good uh, for him but if any of you hear about that in the news or whatever that was like that was the guy and the, and he had this co-host named bj shea yeah who's now the morning show host at kisw in seattle and but way back gotta be 1991 or so um we went to this morning show boot camp to learn about how to do a better morning show. And they had this, you know, it was a convention, basically. I was there, yeah. Yeah, and, um, and there was this guy, Brother Weiss, who would get up and speak, and he was so amazing. And he was like, he was like Stern if Stern was nice. <laughs> yeah. No, totally, you know, like, un seemingly unfiltered, but super wise. And, right. and at that time, Stern, Stern was an asshole. Now Stern yeah, I, is like Stern he, if he was nice. He admits it, yeah. Yeah, and Stern is a, a good guy now. But um, yeah. but anyway, I just I, I I would look at this guy and I would go, all right, I've got to just loosen up and, you know, let it fly. And his co-host was B.J. Shea, and B.J. was like, I want to do my own show someday. <laughs> and um, so, and, and I helped B.J. Uh, I actually pulled his tape out of the trash in Seattle oh. and said to a program director, you got to listen to this guy. But anyway, so Brother Weez is our godfather. He's literally... Now, was he part of the crew? I remember a story where you guys, everyone at the radio convention was like, we're going to go party, and you guys were like, there's a Star Wars movie out. Yeah, actually, they <laughs> so they would have the radio convention in New Orleans a lot. Yeah. Yes, I love it. And Atlanta. They would pick yeah. cities known for incredible strip clubs. Yeah. Yes, true. And back then, before Me Too... Uh, everyone would say, who wants to go to the strip club? And everyone would say, me Gold too. Club, me too. Gold Club, all aboard. <laughs> yeah. And I had no interest. Um, and it's not that I, you know, don't like to look at beautiful naked women. Now it's a low T count. Yeah. It's just that I don't go to a buffet 
when my hands are tied behind my back either. This <laughs> <laughs> is the we best buffet with, ever. We didn't Urgh, leave with any duct of tape troubles. across my mouth, no, hands tied behind my back. You know, I just never saw the point. Did you ever go to strip clubs? I do like them. Uh, it's um, you dated a stripper, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. You dated an ex stripper. No, my friend did. Is this like you asking me about cocaine when you were 12? <laughs> no. <laughs> my friend did. Okay. Um, okay. I, used, I yeah. had her on the weekends. <laughs> no, I like strip clubs. I, I, do, I do get uncomfortable in there because I don't always... Uh, I don't always know where to look, you know? Like, the women are sure. like, my tits are down here. Stop making eye contact. You weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I care about your feelings also. <laughs> That's right. We're both the sensitive type. In other words, it never yes. made sense to just gawk. I do. I like... I do go once in a while. And I do... I like to get a little uh, uh, stoned, a little marijuana. Yeah. And then I kind of just chill out and enjoy the view and the vibe and the okay. music and... Uh, no judgment here. Yeah, I mean, and, and you, you know, you spend a couple bucks. The, the money thing has always been, uh, you know, the main. You consider it humanitarian, yeah. sharing sharing your time. Well, giving, to, giving back to charity, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's supporting Wayward is that, Women. Is that the stripper's name, Charity? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those, those books are expensive, you know. She needs, those girls got to sure. go to school. Yeah, you I know. never saw this incident. In fact, once uh, Canada supposedly has the best strip clubs in the world. True. And I was well. I don't. I went to a Canada strip club. They. Uh, I don't know if they do this anymore, but they. You, they would hold because they're. By the way, they your mother has tuned out by now. Fine. Yeah. They yeah, have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. We played all those songs. Parody. She was like, fine. "I'm done." Yeah. She's like, "They'll I'm, probably I'm end here. it here." Yeah. But they would. They'll roll up a poster and they because their money is coins mostly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Dollars, you throw. They call, they call them loonies. Yeah. You call yeah. You th- and toonies, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, you correct. throw the money at. Uh, making it hail on the stripper, but right. Instead of at making some it of rain. the yeah. at some of the uh, worse uh, areas, guys would li- use a lighter and heat up the coin and then throw them oh. at the stripper. Oh, so, that's yeah, yeah. oh, that's awful. Yeah, yeah. That's well, terrible. And then when they first changed from paper money over to coins, these girls would leave all bruised. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. are you I'm, serious, Ed, or are you no, just depleting no, us? I can't I'm believe joking. those American crackers are falling for this. <laughs> no. I'm joking. Okay. Yeah, I you know. are joking. Okay. Yes, okay. I am. Oh, I'm so glad you're joking. <laughs> uh, anyway, I went once in Canada, and I uh, was with um, my, I, I can say it, it was my uh, 12-step sponsor, happened to be there. I forget what we were there for, not strip clubs, but he <laughs> he said, have you been to the, you know, they call them peeler bars. Peeler bars, yeah. yeah. He said, have you been to the pe-? I was like, no, nah, I never have. And really, the only times I've ever gone is when I've been goaded on by other people. Yeah. Like Let's when- go to a strip club. Father-son bonding no. activity. No, no, I just feel too weird. <laughs> I don't know how they yeah. are. And by in- the way, your mother is already <laughs> weirded out. Is there a strip yeah. club in Vermont? That'd be interesting. I doubt it. With the tooth to tit ratio. <laughs> Stop that. The old joke of mine. Um, so... Zip. What about Massachusetts? They're all over Massachusetts, right? Yeah, yeah. What's um, your favorite? <laughs> I did uh, when I went to Detroit the night that they flew us in. We went to some strip club, I think, on Eight Mile. That's actually. for most of the market. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. The first one that pops up near us is Men in Motion. So I don't know if you want to oh, go to that oh, one. Oh. <laughs> well, you might enjoy. Anyway, so uh, yeah. so I went in there with my friend and. I, I went in there only because I thought, well, I'm in a foreign country and no one's, you know, going to recognize me here. 
TMZ <laughs> won't find me. It, it, well, this is a long time sure, ago. Sure, but sure. Anyway, it turns out that the, all the guys were American dollar bills because it was just over the border. Yeah. And, you know, a bunch of people came up and said, Bob, how are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the well, strippers, you know you're here. <laughs> yeah. back in the day, if you paid them American, you got a little extra treatment. Oh, yeah, you, know? you did. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it's worth more, you know. Back in the yeah. day, like last week, is that what you're talking what about? What is no, it now? It's, isn't the... I was making American money and going home to Canada. Believe me, I know of which the kid speaks. <laughs> yes. What, yeah. isn't, what's the exchange rate right now? Isn't it I, don't, I think it's I about think? 30 cents. It's... Uh, uh, I don't know where it is. Well, I think there was go a Google the machine. Internet, the U.S. dollar is worth more in dollars than the Canadian dollar. Yes. Yes. Exchange rate. The Canadian dollar is seventy-nine United States seventy-nine yeah. cents. That's historically about the average exchange rate okay. between the two countries. Yeah, I thought we had dipped down for a while, but maybe now the was... only thing that's good to get in Canada is drugs. <laughs> and by the, and I mean prescription drugs. Yes. They don't rip Canadians off as bad. That's illegal. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this time we're really done. <laughs> Next, right. we're going to talk about Bob's running with a prostitute. <laughs> Make sure no one's listening now. Did I have that? I don't think so. No, I don't. I'll you do have bit, a story Lizzie. to tell me, but we'll save it for another one. Oh, uh, you want to know about the time I got arrested for marijuana? Yeah. Okay. You want to do that next time? Yeah. Okay. I'm happy hey, to tell you. Finally, next show well, I can listen to yeah. that I'm interested in. All right. <laughs> hey, Bob, when is that show, man? Next Wednesday. <laughs>